Do you often come home after a long workday feeling frustrated because there's so much more left on your to-do list and you wish you could have done more in less time? In this episode, I'm going to pull back the curtain on my free pillar productivity system, which explains in depth how we can improve our productivity the right way. And usually I only teach this in my $1,000 online course, the Productivity Accelerator Blueprint. But I wanted to share this here because I see so many people teach quick fixes, hacks and tricks to improve one's productivity. And for some people they do work, but many people are left frustrated because they feel like there's something wrong with me because it didn't work, but it should. And what we don't realize oftentimes is that we only address the surface problem, not the root cause. So this is really vitally important and I'm super excited to get into this. As we go through this, I want you to assess yourself. In which of these pillars am I strong? And where could I improve? Because any improvements in your productivity will come from addressing the pillar in which you're weakest at because you'll never rise any higher than your weak point. And if we're meeting for the first time, hi, I'm Eric Madsen, I'm a leadership and life coach, I'm the founder of Lifeflow Media, and I'm so pumped to welcome you here on the channel. If you're new here, consider subscribing. So now let's jump right in. The first key pillar is mindset. I mean, we both know mindset is super important. Without the right mindset, there's no way you're going to be super productive. So first, the first part of mindset is motivation. Without motivation, you won't do anything. Like you won't improve, you won't do anything. Because for example, when I was in college, like I struggled heavily with my motivation and I could have done anything right in all these other pillars. But without motivation, there's no drive. There's no like motivation to do something. So motivation is super important. We need to dial that in. We need to tap into the psychological triggers to actually be motivated. Second key idea, you want to improve your discipline. I mean, discipline is super important when it comes to our productivity. We need to have a schedule. We need to stick to it. We need to do the work when we say we're going to do the work. And as I teach about this right now, Assess yourself where you are and if you feel like, yeah, I could use more discipline, just check out our channel. Like I've done videos on discipline, on motivation, on focus, what's next and all of those topics. There are videos here on the channel which you can watch and see how you can improve there. So secondly, we've got discipline. Thirdly, we've got focus. You need to be able to focus deeply on a task you can't. I mean, most people, they're unable in today's world to focus on something for more than a couple of minutes before they're interrupted, before they're like checking their phone, checking their messages, checking whatever, their social feeds. Our ability to focus is really disintegrating right now. Many people are unable to stay focused on something for an hour, for two hours. So this is really vitally important. Our ability to focus is so incredibly important. And this is where many people could improve. And of course, there are a few things for a few simple things we could do, like don't work 
with your phone next by. Make it hard for you to be interrupted. Make it hard for you to be distracted. But we also need to go deeper. So check out the other videos I've already done. Or if you're interested, enroll in a Productivity Accelerator Blueprint. It'll change your life. That's something I know for sure. Fourth key idea is inspiration. I mean, we need to feel inspired so that we do our greatest work. Without inspiration, there is no motivation. Without inspiration, you don't do work that really makes you feel alive, that makes you feel like you're contributing at your best level. So we need to work on our inspiration. Of course, there are simple things we can do, for example, to surround ourselves with inspiring quotes or to be in an inspiring environment. I mean, our environment is so critically important. When was the last time you spent time in a new environment? I mean, we're in pandemic times, but maybe go to an art gallery or visit a new city that inspires you. And when you feel inspired, you do better work. And the last key part of this mindset pillar is confidence. I mean, when you want to try something bold, you need to have the confidence to really go for it. So you need to have the confidence that knowing it might fail, you still go for it. Confidence means I take on challenging things because I, I have the, like the confidence that I'll actually be able to do this. I mean, so much of productivity is also about taking on the right projects or, or like doing the right things. And those things, they should challenge you. You should progress in your career. I mean, you can be ultra productive at things you've done hundreds of times but that, that won't get you new results because if you like if that would already like that would already get you the results you were craving if it were the thing that you needed to do so confidence is so critically important and i also include here resilience because when you're working on something that is really challenging you need to have the resilience to stick with it you need to have the resilience to stay in the game you need to have the boldness, the bravery to stay in the game long enough so you can experience the results you so desperately want. So this is the mindset part. How would you rate yourself on an overall scale? How would you rate your mindset? And then go deeper. How would you rate your motivation in the last, let's say, week or the last month? How would you rate your discipline? How focused were you? How inspired did you feel? And did you feel like you have the confidence to go for something you've never had before or to go for something you've never done before? How's your, like, how's your mindset right now? Assess yourself. Second key pillar is strategy. I mean, you can do all the right things, but if it's on the wrong thing, it doesn't make a difference. So we need to be focused on the right things. You can have the mild mindset dialed in and the next pillar dialed in, but if you don't have a strategy, if you don't have a plan of where you're going, like you're just doing a lot of things, you're doing a lot of busy work, but it's not your life's work. It's not something that really makes you feel alive. It's not something that makes you feel like you're contributing. It's not something that makes you feel like you're progressing in the right direction in life. 
So when we talk about strategy, we need to talk about four different things. First, we need to talk about vision and goals. You need to have a vision of what your life should look like. You need to have a, not completely clear, but somewhat clear picture of what you'd like to have in your life. This can include your lifestyle, but also your career. Like, how do you, where do you see yourself going? And I like to think about this in like a hundred years because it forces you to think differently. But of course, for some, that's way too challenging. You can't even predict what's going to happen in the next 10 years. So go out as far as you can. Maybe that's five years, maybe that's three years and see what it would I like. And the key part about this is you don't need to have it dialed in completely. Like my vision changes all the time. Nonetheless, I thought about what would it like to do in the next 100 years. It just forces you to think differently. So we want to talk about our vision. What is it that value? What are your values? Then what's the lifestyle I'd like? What's the contribution I want to make? What are the experiences I want to experience in my life? Then we need to talk about goals. I mean, once you have your vision, you need to make a plan of how am I going to get there? I mean, a vision is not enough. You need to have a plan. And if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Great quote. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So you need to set goals. You need to deconstruct, okay, that's my vision. Maybe it's my five-year plan, my 10-year plan. Okay, what do I need to do in the next three years, the next year, the next quarter, the next month, the next week, the next day, so I can achieve that vision? When you set your goals, they need to be in alignment with your vision. That's the first part. You need to be clear on where is it that I'm going? Because if you don't know where you're going, you don't have a North Star that is guiding your decisions. If you don't have a vision, you're going to be left in all these busy activities that don't progress your career because you just don't know what is going to progress me and what's not. Second key idea here is mastery. Once you set your goals and you set your vision, in order to achieve that, you need new skills, you need new capabilities, you need to like, become a new person. So you want to identify what are the key skills I'll need to reach the certain level I want in the next 5-10 years. And you want to be intentional about how can I develop mastery right here. Super important. And then third key idea is prioritization. I mean, there are so many opportunities, especially if you already had some success. People present you all these ideas for other projects and other things you could do. But we need to be able to prioritize correctly so we focus on the high value activities. And most people get really stuck here. First, they don't know what to do. They don't feel confident about, am I choosing this opportunity or this opportunity or what's about this one? And then also they take on way too much. So there's so much on their plate, so they don't progress in any of those directions. Vitally important. And then fourthly, it leads to scheduling. You've set your goals, you've prioritized your projects. Now you need to put them in your schedule so they actually get done.
Scheduling is super important. Your schedule should be your secret productivity weapon. It's so vitally important. So that's the second part. Strategy. Again, write yourself. How are you doing in these key pillars? And for example, when I was in college, I was horrible at the first two. The third one, which is energy, I had dialed in. I had so much energy. But the first two, I sucked at them. And my productivity sucked too. It was horrendous. But once I was able to be more strategic and to dial in my mindset, everything shifted. That's a great part. You can say, man, mindset and strategy, man, they, they really suck right now. But if you make some improvements in those areas, you're going to quickly be able to improve your productivity. Third key pillar, energy. I mean, without energy, you have nothing. And there's this great quote that I really love. Health is the crown on the well person's head that only the ill person can see. Let me repeat that. Health is the crown on the well person's head that only the ill person can see. That sums us up so nicely. And we live in a sick society. I mean, people promote toxic productivity where they like sleep four hours a night and they say, I work for 16 hours a day. Great. But what did you really get done? Did you really show up on your A game? I mean, I had a time where I worked a lot. I was doing an internship in a huge, large German corporation. And I worked a lot and I felt exhausted. I felt tired, I felt fatigued. Now I was working long hours, but it didn't really make a difference what I did because I wasn't showing up as my best self. I mean, oftentimes I had these little mistakes which I wouldn't have done if I had the energy, the, the mental focus to be there fully present. So energy is so critically important. If you have so much energy, you don't have to worry about like working 16 hours a day. You don't need that if you have dialed in these three pillars. But energy is a part where many people struggle, where they're often feeling fatigued or tired or exhausted or stressed or anxious. So we need to work on our energy. Again, five parts here. First, movement. Our bodies are made to move. So you need to move every day. Exercise and taking care of your fitness, so incredibly important. Second, nutrition. I mean, what you, you are what you eat. You are what you eat. So really dial in your nutrition because that gives you so much energy or it's sucking away your entire energy. I mean, when I was doing that internship, for example, we had like, in a lunch break, I would go to the like canteen or whatever where you get food in a, in a large office building and I'd take like the steak or something. And there's nothing wrong with eating steaks, but I knew afterwards, I'm going to feel so tired. I'm going to feel so tired. It wasn't the best meal plan I had. It wasn't optimized for my performance. And many people, they're struggling with this. Where after lunch, they're so tired. But after lunch, after you ate something, after you're fueled, you should feel even more powerful. 
you should feel even more on fire. So we need to talk about nutrition. Thirdly, rest and recovery. Rest and recovery. Rest and recovery is so vitally important and it's the essence of being able to stay in the game long enough so you'll achieve massive success. I mean, the game of legendary, of elite performance, it's all about staying in the game for years and decades so you can reap the rewards of your efforts today. I mean, I've been doing this YouTube channel for two years. This YouTube channel, I've done over 500 videos, has not made me a single dollar. Nothing. But I'm sure it will in the future. But in order to get there, I need to stay in the game. In order to get there, I, I may, must make sure that I don't burn out. That I don't like whatever. I need to stay in the game. So rest and recovery is really the game of elite performance. I mean, they've done this study on which it resulted a 10,000 hour rule, which said that you need to practice for 10,000 hours, which is approximately studying like for two, three, four hours a day for 10 years to become the best at what you do. Well, the second key factor to becoming world-class was that those who were world-class were sleeping an hour longer than their peers. Nobody told about that, but that was the result. Those who were world-class at what they did were on average sleeping an hour more than their peers. On average, 8.6 hours a night. Let me ask you, when was the last time you had 8.6 hours a night? Now, I'm not saying you need 8.6 hours per night, but you definitely need somewhere between 7 to 8. But then more, like those who were the best at what they do, they also took a nap more frequently than those of their peers. So those simple things, they really do make difference. So we need to have that long-term view, that long-term perspective, and then prioritize our health, our well-being, our rest and recovery. I mean, downtime, playtime is really game time. Playtime is game time because you preserve your inspiration, you preserve your motivation, you preserve your focus, your, you preserve everything that you need to stay in the game for years and decades. Fourthly, we need presence, which for me is like a fancy word for not feeling stress, not feeling anxiety, not feeling worry, all these emotions, not feeling frustrated, not feeling in pain, where you're just there. I mean, many people are not there when they're working. They're feeling something else. And we make it hard for ourselves to be productive because we hold on to emotions that are not serving us. So this is all about our emotional well-being, if you will. And this is super important because if you're, for example, stuck in the past, all that thinking about the past is really holding you back to making it more effortless to make the things you need to make, to make progress on the things you want to progress on. So this is critical, like you need to be present in your work. You need to be able to stay present in the moment. You could also call this mindfulness, if you will, or wellness. I don't really care. It's about our emotional reality. 
Fifth and last key piece is relationships. Because we are social beings and our relationships really elevate or diminish our energy. I mean, I bet you've been around people who just sucked away your life's energy. You felt worse when you were around them. And then there are people who lift you up. They make you feel like you are fully alive. And of course, if you have more than aliveness, that pop, that vibrancy, of course you're going to show up better. Of course you're going to be more on your A-game. Of course you're going to produce at a higher level. The people you're around make a tremendous difference to how you feel. And that makes a tremendous difference to how you show up on a daily basis. So again, as we go through this energy part, how would you rate yourself overall? One to 10. Then in each part, how's your fitness? How's your nutrition? How's your rest? How's your presence or your mindfulness or your wellness? How are your relationships? Rate yourself in each of these key areas. And if you like this video, I highly recommend that you join me in the Productivity Accelerator Blueprint down below. I know it can change your life if you're willing to do the work. I'd love to welcome you in that course. And if you want to go even deeper, like on one of these topics, check out other videos here on the YouTube channel. We've done so many videos already. I'm sure you'll find something that will help you progress even more. And then until the next time, make sure that you live fully, live openly, and be the leader of your life.